0: Daily Mail, Tuesday, February 9th. Everyone's always asking me, KFC, where can I listen to your podcast? And it's in a million different places. I have a million different iTunes pages. We put it on the website. But one of the easiest ways to consume every show that I do is using the Podcast One app. It has my show along with 200 other shows. It's got Mail Time, KFC Radio, Daily Mail. I have Barstool DVR and pretty much everything else that we do under the Barstool umbrella. So... If you want to listen to that, along with uh, guys like Adam Carolla, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and my man uh, Eddie Ift, he's got a funny show on 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 the Podcast One network called uh, Talking Shit with Eddie Ift. you want to listen to people like us, use the Podcast One app. Go to the App Store or Google Play or go to uh, PodcastOne.com and you can download the Podcast One app. Make sure you go to the app and give it good reviews and all the stuff that it deserves and go take a listen to all those other shows. But before we do that... Let's get into another edition of Daily Mail. Back in high school, the shit was a breeze. Smoked a bunch of trees and I still got B's. Got high as fuck on my SATs. Cult as far as score making. And right before taking them. I've never worked harder at a job than required. I've only worked hard enough not to be fired. It's like office space. You'd have thought that Peter was there. Or Jennifer Aniston rocking minimum pieces of flair. I couldn't imagine what would have happened. The that's your boy wax big wax i should have tried harder which is like a, a serious mail time anthem for all of uh all my listeners only work hard enough at a job not to get fired what if i tried harder what what could i have been instead i just kind of mailed it in did a mediocre job and i'm floating through life aimlessly shout out to big wax i should have tried harder it's uh Part of our mantra here in Mail Time, this is Daily Mail, where today we're going to hit for the cycle. If you remember, uh, I don't know about a week or two ago, we, we we hit we hit a grand slam when it comes to Florida. We did the all Florida episode. Well, today we're hitting for the cycle, where we're going to hit all the heavy hitters in the Daily Mail rotation. We got India, we got China, we got Florida, we got the the three the three main uh, it's like the Holy Trinity of Daily Mail. So today we'll be bouncing. All around to those places. I'm thinking about now that I can do all these uh, sound effects and music and stuff. I got to somebody recommended that I get sound effects for all those places, like a Florida sound effect, an India sound effect, and a Chinese, a China sound effect. And I'm I'm trying to work it out with Charlie Wisco in such a manner that it's not incredibly racist. Because the first thing that came to mind, I texted Charlie. I was like, you know that Chappelle skit. With your ching-chang-chong talk, go back to your country! I was like, can I have that as a drop that I play, like, regularly during my show for Chinese people? Probably not. So, we're going to try to work around that, but all three of these places deserve their own musical or or sound effect. So, let's start off today in China. Uh, We're going (laughs) to... Oh, China. I'll just read the headline. Dead baby. And everyone's like, whoa, whoa, KFC, KFC. You can't talk about dead babies on Daily Mail, man. We're here to, like, laugh and have a good time. Why are you going to talk about dead babies? I'm not talking about dead babies. I'm talking about almost dead babies. Where in China, a dead baby awoke just before it was cremated. A Chinese baby boy was declared dead and spent the night in a morgue. Showed signs of life before he was about to be cremated. Workers at the crematorium in panan in the eastern province of Beijing, were preparing to cremate the baby on friday when he suddenly started moaning the boy had been declared dead the day before and had spent 15 hours in the morgue at a temperature of 10 degrees fahrenheit jiminy cricket china figure it out they found the child alive they notified the father and they took the baby to the intensive care unit Uh, They said, it's the first time I've ever seen this. It is a true miracle. The child spent 23 days in an incubator and then was taken home by his father. (sighs) Dead babies who aren't even really dead. China has so many fucking people. They don't even know who's alive, who's dead anymore. They don't even care. It's like, well, that baby looks pretty dead to me. Don't worry. There's about 50 zillion more. So we're good. I don't know. Check its pulse. It looks like it's maybe kind of not breathing. Let's just throw it in the morgue. We got too many fucking people as it is. I mean, one of the basic, like, differentiators between modern society is, like, knowing when people are dead. You know, you hear, like, horror stories of, like... Dig up a casket and there'd be like claw marks on top of the coffin because they used to bury people alive because they didn't know if they were fucking dead or not or just like in a coma or whatever. Like that was – that's like, you know, when you're some third world shit and you, 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 you don't know any better. It's just like, ah, I don't know. Good enough. We think they're dead. We're not really sure. We can't figure it out. China, you're supposed to be a fucking superpower. It's supposed to be a world superpower and you're almost setting living babies on fire. We can't have that. That's like – that's not – that's like a uh, – you cannot be one of the major players in the in the like international scene if you're still cremating babies that are alive. Plain and simple. It's just like you don't get it. You don't get access to like the United Nations like meetings. You don't get in the room if you're setting babies on fire that are still alive. So I don't know. Do what you got to do. Figure it out. Make sure you don't leave babies in morgues overnight before you almost set them on fire. It's pretty – I mean I'm not asking too much here. I'm allowing you to have like weird porn and crammed subways and like all, you know, fucking baby limits and all those weird rules you have in China. But bare minimum, don't set any living babies on fire. Oh, let's just go uh, right across the way, not too far, a little bit south. Let's head down to India. Where a goat has been arrested. A goat in India was arrested for trespassing after hopping a judge's fence and grazing in his garden. The unnamed goat and its owner, Abdul Hassan, were called into police custody after the judge complained that the goat had repeatedly jumped the fence in attempts to enter the garden. My goat scaled the boundary wall and ate the flowers and vegetables from the garden, Hassan told uh, NDTV. It was taken to the police station and the policeman also brought me in. Um... The the, the peon who maintains the garden had warned the owner of the goat many times. So today he filed a complaint and we arrested the goat and its owner, says the inspector. (sighs) I'm watching a video of it right now, just grazing in the garden. Just this little black goat hanging out. Of course, it's got to be a black goat, right? Black goats matter too, you know? I bet if it was a white goat, you wouldn't have arrested it, huh? Black goat gets taken away right to prison. India, India. I mean, I guess you're better than China. You know, you can only go up from almost setting babies on fire. So, you know, you're better than them, but not by much. When you're taking the time to arrest goats, I mean, you don't have anything better to do. I say this all the time about India. You have so much bigger fish to fry. In that goddamn country. Just yesterday, someone was hit by a meteorite. You got meteors killing people. And you're worried about this goat climbing the fence. Tough break for the goat, though. Climbing the judge's fence. You know, you climb the other side of the fence. You're all good. It's probably just some untouchable at the bottom of the caste system. But you went to this side of the fence. and you got yourself arrested because you had to climb the judge's fence. You know, I I guess you're just lucky in India that you haven't been slaughtered. I don't even know. Maybe goats are like praised over there. Maybe goats are like immortal or some shit. But, uh, yeah. Tough break for the goat. But India is just. You know, India's a joke. But hey, good news. Indian police are now going to be using slingshots against protesters. Uh, police in India's Haryana state. So they will soon be using slingshots to control violent protesters. Policemen are being used to, uh, trained to use the weapons. Um, and they are specially designed slingshots in addition to batons. I mean, this is a horrible idea. These are straight up Dennis the Menace slingshots. Like a little wooden piece shaped like a Y with a little rubber band. And they're pulling it back. It's not like some industrial strength slingshot. It's not like some electronic one. It's not like some major size one where you can like shoot a cannonball out of it i'm talking about regular fucking slingshots and they've got these helmets on that look like girls softball helmets with the masks in front of them the whole thing is a joke india indian protesters i mean i i feel like india could just get away with just straight up lethal bullets just spraying the crowd of indian protesters and just being like whatever this is india there's no goddamn rules here if you protest in india I mean you are taking your life into your own hands. You fuck around in one of those countries. You know, whatever happens, whatever comes your way, you deserve it. So, you know, good luck with these fucking pro uh, the slingshots, but as soon as that as soon as that like Indian mob, as soon as that like Punjabi mob really gets unruly, the the fucking slingshots are going in the garbage and the tear gas and the weapons are coming out for real, so you know, it is what it is. Your girl, Yonsei, who was murdered in Marry, Fuck, Kill yesterday. A resounding, like, 70% of people all murdered, Beyonce. Um, Red Lobster sales have jumped 30% thanks to Beyonce singing about Red Lobster in her new song, Formation. Is that what it's called? Formation? Formulation? What's it called? I don't even know. Um, yeah, Formation. Formation. Beyonce's Midas Touch sent Red Lobster sales skyrocketing on Super Bowl Sunday this year after she name-dropped the American seafood chain in a surprise single she released the afternoon before. Um, She says, I got hot sauce in my bag. When he fucks me good, I take his ass to Red Lobster because I slay. Uh, Red Lobster jumped 33% in sales from last Super Bowl Sunday. And they were mentioned 42,000 times in one hour on Twitter after she dropped that shit. That, my friends, is power. That is some that's when you know you're famous. What you can make red lobster hot in the streets. You got you slay. You do slay. I hate that. I hate that everyone says she slays and she she's queen and all that shit. I, I can't stand her. But the proof is in the pudding. Red lobster is dog food. It is the dog food of the sea, and if Beyonce says to take him there, and you so you listen, I mean that's power. That's advertising at its fucking finest. It's like maybe she's got a stake in Red Lobster. You ever think about that? Stay woke, Illuminati up in this bitch. Imagine you know Peyton Manning's up there, like oh I'm just gonna go drink some Budweiser. Turns out he owns two distribution centers down in Louisiana. Well maybe maybe Beyonce owns some Red Lobster. Maybe has got a stake in Red Lobster. She's just up there singing songs about how her and Hove like to go there after, uh, you know, like a multi-billion dollar tour. Let's hit up the Red Lobster for something like two for one. I don't know. Just saying. Sometimes you got to think outside the box when you're thinking about these Illuminati members. Everything's for a reason. Yancey doesn't just say Red Lobster. She does it for a reason. Keep your eyes peeled. Realize, realize. And now to tap off uh, the the triumphant of uh, Daily Mail. We head to Florida. Uh, I believe, uh, kay Marco blogged about this earlier. A Florida man accused of assault with a deadly weapon for throwing an alligator into a Wendy's drive-through. A young Florida man's scaly prank has landed him in jail if it was determined. That the reptile he threw through the fast food joint restaurant was a a deadly weapon. 23 years old, illegally capturing an alligator and throwing it through the uh, window. He allegedly picked up the animal at the side of the road before maneuvering the three and a half footer from the back of his car into the cashier's area and saying, See you later, alligator. He's a prankster, his mother says. He does stuff like this because he thinks it's funny. Well, anywhere else in the world... This ain't cool. Florida, I feel like alligators are like puppies in Florida. You know, like if you were like, throw, if you were like, sick a puppy on someone in, in the drive thru, I feel like they would just be like, oh, that's a funny prank. I love puppies. Well, that's how alligators roll in Florida. You throw a three, three and a half foot crocodile at me on. Um, you know, probably shitting my pants and dying of fear. In Florida, that's like, you know, you see that shit every day, I would imagine. You live in, like, the Everglades and shit. Swamps everywhere. Charlie, shut up. Stop texting me. Uh, so here's the thing. I saw the deadly weapon. You know, it's all relative. Throwing a, a gator through a window is like, that's like a two out of five. That's two Floridas out of five on the scale. So I think you got to just take into account who who we're talking about here, the clientele, and where we're located. Because alligators through the window in Florida just ain't that big of a deal. No matter how you cut it, that just ain't a story. We wrap up today in Wisconsin, good old Wisconsin, which is known for nothing other than cold-blooded murder and poor police work at the moment. Where a Wisconsin couple has been charged for allegedly allowing their 9-year-old daughter to drive them home because they were too drunk. Jason Roth and Amanda Egert were arrested after police responded to reports of a pickup truck driving erratically. When cops caught up to the truck, they were stunned to discover the little girl had been driving, and the couple's 11-month-old baby was strapped into the car seat. As the 9-year-old exited the truck, it was still running and in drive. Um, they, They jumped in, turned the ignition off, and then the truck began rolling backwards down a hill into a river. They jumped in the truck and hit the brakes and put the truck in park. Well, let's 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 start with the good. They didn't drive drunk. That's you know that's respect that's respectable. That's responsible. And uh, they strapped the baby into the car seat. That's you know two for two on responsibil- responsibility in my eyes. The Problem is that third little piece right there. You needed to go three for three, and instead of uh, like getting a real designated driver, you let a nine year old drive. So, yeah, we're so close. Two out of three ain't bad. You know, you bat 660, you're making it to the Hall of Fame. Mm, Just not when it comes to letting your nine-year-old drive because you're shit-faced. That's a nice little family outing. Maybe in a few years, that's a little more reasonable. She's like 14, 15 maybe, start letting her take the whip around Wisconsin. Let her drive the trailer park from one spot to another. But nine years old, we're getting started a little too early. That chick's going to be a great designated driver one day. You just got to let her at least double digits. I think that should be a good rule. Double digit years before you uh, can drive, before you can be the DD for your shit faced parents and your 11 year old kid sister. That's it for Daily Mail today. Uh, Just sat down with uh, Peter Rosenberg from Hot 97 and all sorts of podcast fame. We talked for like. An hour and ten minutes, so we got a big addition of mail time coming at you tomorrow. Uh, I'm also going to be recording Barstool DVR. Not sure when that's going to drop. Probably sometime this, sometime this week. So for all the TV junkies out there, be on the lookout for that. Uh, if you want more daily mail, head over to ksrcradio.com/slash/daily mail. That's it for me. I'm out.